what is up coming to you live from the jungle the home of our little tiger it's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy it's episode 258 it's the last episode of 2021 normally we do a year in review but you know what <laughs> I didn't have time to do research for a year in review like we normally do even though if you are watching this live which a handful of people do watch this live. We are not coming at our t- customary 8.30-ish time. It is currently 10.10 10 p.m. Monday evening, December 27th, 2021. It's incredibly late. It took a while to put the tiger down, and the tiger kicked my ass a little bit again today. Our, our little boy, he's, he's not little. He's, he's a big little guy. What more can I say? He's he, <laughs> he's huge. <laughs> to to use a wrestling term, he he sandbagged me when I tried to pick him up. Now sandbagging is when you go to pick someone up and they don't help you; they just throw their entire weight on the ground. <laughs> so dude sandbagged me <laughs> today, and I I can't give him a receipt <laughs> for that sandbag. <laughs> So my back is hurting right now. That's another reason why we came on an hour and a half late today. We got two people watching live. It's not identifying who's watching live, but you know what? It's okay. Lurkers are are welcome. If you just want to lurk and watch, it's not required to to, to have to comment. (laughs) Making themselves heavier is this real thing? Yeah. Hey, James, you made it, because I'm on super fucking late tonight. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, the, the, the dude is like, he was excited to go to bed, and I went to go pick him up, and he just <laughs> left all his weight. Normally, you know, he straightens himself up and then helps you up, like, you know, like, like wrestlers do when they, when they, co- they cooperate, but he was not a cooperative uh, uh, teammate, and he flung himself to the ground unexpectedly. I'm like, oh, God, why? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was dealing with that for the last half hour. <laughs> I almost came on about 15, 20 minutes ago, but I didn't want to shit myself live on camera. <laughs> if that's a little too much inside baseball for you guys. So, you know, last week it was Christmas. It was Christmas. And um, if you if you've been if you follow me on the social medias, uh, we managed to watch uh, three movies over the the, the holiday weekend. Uh, on a uh, on f- on no, was it Friday? No one. Saturday afternoon, the wife and I watched uh, Don't Look Up uh, on Netflix. I uh, highly recommend that. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, f- uh, Saturday night, Christmas night, uh, the wife and I watched Matrix Resurrections on, on HBO Max. We, we just re-upped. We, 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 pulled the, we pulled the trigger on HBO Max because the boss said he wanted to split it with us, and so we, we did. We set it up. The wife wants to watch, and and, and just like that, and and we watched the th- the current three episodes of and just like that. Spoilers, Mister Big dies. <laughs> I I know my 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 Venn diagram of of people do not watch Sex in the City, so I, I can just drop spoilers with no repercussions on that. <laughs> I don't. I I I I'm being a good husband and watching it with the wife because she she watches all my Marvel nonsense with me. So it, it it would be rude of me to not be like, oh wait, we're gonna watch your stuff too. Um, and then so we watched the Matrix Resurrections. I liked it. And then uh, Sunday, uh, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I was on here last week talking about like I, I didn't want to pester uh, my mother-in-law. But she volunteered. Our, her Christmas present to us was uh, this past Sunday was to uh, uh, watch Tiger while we went to go watch Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. I, I, I watched it. I, I managed to avoid uh, most spoilers. I mean, uh, there, there's pretty obvious stuff that happens despite all the n- denials of, of, of a couple of actors in particular. Uh, it, it it, it was very good. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll start there. We're, we're, we'll work our way backwards. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I will I will not get into. Uh, I will not say what I, what I think is the biggest spoiler, which is 
I, I am proud to say a lot of people are not dropping the, the biggest spoiler of the movie. There, there's a, I think there's one giant, um, giant spoiler in the movie that thankfully no one has been a jerk about, which I am very proud of, 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 of everyone. There's a bunch of other little spoilers, but I, I think, I mean, uh, I, I, I think it's safe to say, well, let me, let me look around. I, uh, here's a if, here's a relative spoiler warning, I guess. Yes, the other two Spider-Men are in this: Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. They're in the movie. I, I'm sorry if that was a big spoiler for you. Uh, I apologize, but it that was that was really cool. <laughs> um, no, the the that I, I was actually rather surprised by the the end uh, by the by the end credit. I, uh, uh, I, I, I'd like actually I'd like to say that that was a bit of a a disappointment on the end credit because I I sought out the end credit from uh, Venom Two, which was which I thought okay cool that's gonna play into um <sighs> yeah Doctor Strange has seen Endgame X millions of times and he didn't say a word be like Doctor Strange yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny. No, the the end credit. Yeah, I I won't spoil that end credit. Uh, yeah, I was very surprised. I'm like after after because I I didn't go watch Venom two, but I saw the I, I I looked up online the 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 end credit for for Venom two, which ties into things that happened. And uh, yeah, I was same. Right, dog. I was I, I was I was expecting that character to be a part of this whole brouhaha and uh we got next to nothing just got a we got a funny post-credit or mid-credit scene it was just uh played for some comedy uh i i I hope against hope that the we get we get a lot more when uh when when um the other when the when the next Spider Verse come, movie comes out, I, I I'd like to think we're gonna see a lot more of everybody that we saw in this movie, <laughs> in that voice in in voice form. We get we get everybody back in 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 the ADR booth and record their voices for for some fun stuff. If if we're gonna be a Spider. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I think that 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 spell just uh sent everybody back. <laughs> Go lethal protector. <laughs> yeah, though, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm not gonna talk about the big big big. I I think is like the the biggest emotional thing that happens in the movie. But I will talk about the the awesomeness of, of uh, the the redemptions of of like I I've come on this podcast and talked about how I. Uh, how the um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man has has aged poorly. You know, go, going back and watching those those Tobey movies, it, it's hard for me. A lot of people still hold Spider-Man Two in high regard, and I, I I'm glad they can. I I'm really I'm I'm, I'm I I'm thankful for people who can still hold Spider-Man Two in, in high regard. And you know what was nice about this film is like seeing you know Alfred Molina and uh, and Willem Dafoe and and um, Tobey Maguire slipped back into those roles so easily. So uh, I read a quote uh, that that Willem Dafoe he he wouldn't have come back if, if it wasn't a, a such a a substantial role. They, they, they I, I don't know if they had to rewrite things, but uh, they, they 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 did make good old Norman Osborn into into a vital part of the movie. That that, that was really cool. Yeah, that, that yeah, he's in the trailers. I can talk about him. <laughs> Crazy ass Norman, and yeah, and I, I, I like the read kind of like oh the, this left uh, left Toby in a better spot than 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 I remembered him. Uh, I liked seeing older Toby Maguire Spider Man, and then them going through their emotional things, and then and then even more so I I discussed this uh, briefly via Facebook comic with, with Ryan Tanaka last night. Where, uh, well, Ryan, Ryan was like hoping, oh, this, this, hopefully, this leads to a uh, Amazing Spider-Man three. Uh, but I, I think the 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 um, emotional uh, redemption and closure that Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, because 
yeah, it's a trip. I, I didn't realize how, <clears throat> or I, I guess I didn't think about how emotionally damaged the the, the <laughs> Spidey three, <laughs> Spidey two, Spidey three. <laughs> How uh, how emotionally damaged uh, that particular Peter Parker would be, because I mean, we we never got the the third Andrew Garfield Spider Man movie to to deal with the. Uh, no, we're not going to. I I'm not gonna give away <laughs> anything. I'm not gonna give away anything that the trailers haven't given away. Daniel, I I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I I think I saw um. Oh, what we call it the, the Marvel art, like they they confirmed it was like in, in, via social media, like yes, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in the movie, yes, yes, <laughs> it's really cool. But I'm I'm gonna leave out some of the big plot points. Like I, there's just one really big plot point, which I'm gonna just completely ignore, not mention. I'm not gonna take that away because. Uh, yeah, uh, when everybody tells me that they were, um, I, 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 the last hour of the movie, I had various different types of tears coming out of my eyes. I, I, I'm an emotional man. I am not afraid of sharing my emotions. Uh, my wife was like very surprised at the various different points in time in the final hour of the movie where I was, uh, I was cutting loose some tears here and there. Yeah, dang. Uh, I recommend going. I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, full disclosure. I, I I really really wanted to see the movie. Uh, it was great that the, the wife and the mother in law cooperate. You know, they 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 wanted to help me see the movie, but I was really worried about fucking catching the goddamn COVID. <laughs> we, we 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 saw it on the cheap at the Whittier Theater for five bucks. So that, that that was good, but it was I wore like two masks. I was like, I hope we don't sit here with some Rube giving us the Omicron. I, I, I honestly was incredibly worried, but I my damn my damn nerd need to see this goddamn movie. <laughs> and, and and I'm glad I didn't have a lot of the emotional stuff taken away from me. Um Yeah, you know what? I, I think that was the downside of catching the 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 twelve fifty five matinee at the Whittier Theater on the bargain day. the 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 crowd reaction wasn't. I mean, it wasn't as intense. You had four guys out last week from Omni. Yeah, we got we had one or two people at work potentially out from Omni right now. So I was like, "What the fuck? Goddamn, we're, we're, it's everywhere." So I would I would just I had to see it, but yeah, the the, the crowd reaction wasn't uh, too um spectacular or amazing <laughs> but I, I was the, the source of a lot of crowd reaction uh, there, there's one one small surprise near the beginning which technically was kind of given away by by, by stuff that happened in, in Hawkeye because I remember th- this movie was supposed to come out before Hawkeye <laughs> so uh, there, there was like I, I, I was silently nerding out at the, the appearance of, of a character I like I had a feeling a particular character was going to show up and he did for a couple of, for for a couple minutes he was there I was happy I will not say no more <laughs> you took your mother-in-law to a Monday showing and the theater was super crowded again yeah I yeah the the, the theater we, we went to yeah <laughs> The, the theater we went to like was uh, yeah, th- thankfully we, we had some space between us and the people next to us and there was I don't, th- I don't recall any we, we were sitting in the, those front row seats or the, the we were third row deep which most people would would would, would hold their nose up but we were like I want to see this movie I don't care it, it, it was fine I, I don't care about I, I'm not a big viewing angle guy I mean I, I I'm the same when I was a kid I watched Jurassic Park center front row because it was the only two seats available when me and my pops went to go see that back in 1992 or whatever year that was 92 or 93 which I, I think it might have enhanced my experience being at the very front seat and sticking my head up for an hour and a half watching dinosaurs <laughs> so I, I didn't Tom Holland spoil that happy scene? I I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sure Tom Holland spoiled a lot of things. I know Andrew Garfield did his best to act like he wasn't in the movie. And I don't know if if Toby was also denying it. But <laughs> yeah, one billion at the box office. It's just, it's 
people at Sony is like, oh, cool, if we let the Marvel people help us, these movies make a lot of money. <laughs> it, it was just, it was like, to, to, to put a lampshade on it, it was just really good. It was like, for, I, it didn't feel like two and a half hours. <laughs> it, it's a two and a half hour movie, but the, the way it just kept moving, Doctor Strange was hilarious. Um, again, in, in typical Marvel fashion, it was it was very jokey, which I'm always, I, I'm a big fan of. I know there's a lot of like movie people or movie snobs who, who don't like the jokiness of Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, they're offering Tom Holland's Tony Stark money. Yeah, he, he is the, I, I he, he is the current Spider-Man. He, he's really good. I, I, I really liked, and I say this where I really liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I, when his first movie came out, I felt like he was a lot closer to how how Peter Parker was in the comics. Well, well Tobey Maguire did did fine, and like I like I said a few minutes ago, I think older, wiser Peter Parker, uh, Tobey Maguire is a lot better than young and dumb and I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Go web. Um. I, I liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man because he he was uh, like very confident in the outfit, but very you know not confident outside of it, which is you know talking a lot of smack while he's because he's very nervous. He he's considering quitting to ride off into the sunset with Zendaya. I mean, I I don't blame him. I mean, he I I'm sure he's already made enough money to 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 be set in life for a while. You know the he. I, I saw the trailer for Uncharted. That that seemed kind of cute. <laughs> he he's a little skinny. If we're talking just visuals, I mean, he's kind of a skinny uh, Nathan Drake. But you know what can you do in this world? I mean he. he I, I I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fun. Uh, you got Mock Wahlberg being Sully. You got a younger Sully and a skinny, uh, skinny Nathan Drake. So I, I'm sure it'll work. <laughs> For, for what it is, as I, I sit here, like kind of like crapping on it a little bit, but no, it is what it is. The, the trailer seemed fun. They they, they, they worked in the freaking airplane scene from Uncharted th- Three, uh, the the game, into the trailer or into the movie. So it looks cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. Spider Man, No Way Home, just great. Just tears. <laughs> I think we found a transformer. <laughs> I love doing the Mark Wahlberg impression. <laughs> World needs plenty of bartenders. I think I quit. <laughs> so, uh, I, I guess it, it's not too divisive to hear to say, okay, I, I really liked Spider-Man. Uh, apparently, it was a little divisive for me to... Um, Marky Mark, he, I bet... I think maybe five years ago, maybe ten years ago, Marky Mark would have been a good Nathan Drake, but maybe... <laughs> Might have been a little too short. Uh, the the divisive uh, statement I guess I made was um, how much I enjoyed the the Matrix Resurrections. Um, that that I I really liked. I liked that movie. It was, um, is it uh, well written? Not really. Is it was it well acted? Uh, some people could have done a little better. Uh, but uh, I you know what. Maybe it's just my old age, or maybe I'm just, you know, I just want to be entertained. I, I, I don't, I don't watch things to like look and criticize them. I, I think maybe it's counterintuitive to me having a podcast, but um, I just try to like enjoy stuff. It, only if something really like rubs me the wrong way, or just really just like there's something about it I just I don't like. I'm not gonna sit here and shit on something. I mean, yes. Uh, Historically, me, me and The Walking Dead did not get along. That's always one of my big bugaboos. Where I, I love that comic, but I hate that show because it, it's just frustrating to watch. But yeah, and and uh, apparently some some friends of mine watched uh, The Matrix, and it's very weird. You know, I believe uh, my buddy Dilo continually called it trash can water, and I was like, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, again, like, like we were talking about last week or the week before, it's, I think people build up expectations for what they expect out of a movie, and when it when when they when the though the expectations are not met, 
that's where the, this um, discomfort or un- unhappiness comes out. Uh, I know uh, last week I was talking about uh, you haven't played Uncharted. Uh, yeah, it, Uncharted is fun. It's uh, it's um, what's the best way I can describe it? It's 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 <laughs> well, the first one is like old school Tomb Raider with with puzzles and searching. The second one is uh, Call of Nathan's Duty. <laughs> Um, friggin' Relic Ops. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've played one and two. I, I, I didn't. I, I own three. Never played it. I have. I do not. I did not purchase part four. Uh, um, just for whatever reason. I'm. Well, I was broke at the time when part four came out. I, I can easily just buy a copy at work now. But uh, Uncharted is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the first one is very much in the style of Tomb Raider, and the second one is. Yeah, Gears of Nathan, or <laughs> oh, I think I, I made several. Jo- I remember when I when I initially played that game, I just made all those jokes. I'm like, oh, it's you know, <laughs> third person shooter. <laughs> oh yeah, that the the movie trailer. It literally is the levels from the game. Yeah, like that 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 whole scene with the airplane and then the cargo falling out. That's that's literally a level out of uh, Uncharted Three. But yeah, speaking of this, so. Speaking of video games, the the, the Matrix. I, I think my favorite thing. I don't know if this is. Okay, sorry. Let's put let's let's put spoiler alert. I guess uh, on uh, on uh, the Matrix Resurrections. Uh, obviously, oh, Neo's alive. Trinity's alive. They're in the Matrix again. Um, it, it's it's uh really, you know, I I found it to be interesting that like oh. They, they, the, the, the machines are like, hey, we, we, let's put them back in. They're, they're, they're a source, great source of energy. And the, the way they, uh, they they tricked Neo was, I guess, he, they made him feel like he was a paranoid schizophrenic. And he, he dreamt the whole thing. He He's a video game designer. <laughs> he's a video game designer. He, he designed the game The Matrix and its two sequels. And that's how he can... Uh, he remembers being Neo... <laughs> But is it real or is it just the game he created? Which I, I see me like other people might watch and like, think that's really dumb. But uh, <laughs> my wife isn't a geek, so I have to watch these things with my mother-in-law. <laughs> she didn't like the Matrix. It, it's not for everyone. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's really cool. All right, no more no more spoilers. <laughs> that, that's that's a spoilerific as I'll, I'll get on the Matrix. Yes, that that's that that is a that is a very <laughs> that is a very succinct way of describing the difference between this matrix and the previous ones. There was a lot less testosterone, figuratively and quite literally. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I think that's I, I feel that's probably why a lot of people didn't didn't like it. It, it was um, it, it uh, this matrix might have been a little too woke. For, for people who were who were thirsty for 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 gunplay and kung fu, uh, the 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 um, uh, the, I guess that that that's the criticism. Like, oh, all the action was not as good as the the previous Matrix movies. I'm like, it's a, me, it, it's just action. Like, I, it was, I, 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 <laughs> unlike most people, I'm into the Matrix for the fucking story. I think that shit. So, like, I don't get me wrong. The first movie is still like the best one out of all of them. But I, I liked two and three to a point. I mean, was there a lot of dumb stuff? Yes. There, there was a lot of. Was there a lot of navel gazing? Yes. But I, I love the fucking lore of this of this future. I mean, fucking the, the Animatrix. Like that's a, that's a, that was a big fucking deal to me when that came out. Um, and so this one, it's it kind of you know, we we get to see what ha- again, you know, we get to see what happened. Uh, there was like some narrative that was creative with, when they, they made a Matrix uh, MMORPG, which was which was uh, theoretically supposed to continue the narrative if if you were willing to pay them, you know, fifteen bucks a month to play the Matrix online and choose to become, uh, you know, uh, f- to f- choose to free your mind or choose to be a blue pill and stay in the Matrix. But uh, I, it seems like a lot, a lot of that wasn't wasn't used. <laughs> I like the series, and even like the series Sense Eight, which the entire cast was in the Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Sense Eight was, was a Wachowski project, I believe. 
um, yeah, um, what I, I really uh, something that my friend D didn't like is like the actor who was playing Morpheus. I think several people mentioned that. I liked the actor that played Morpheus, uh, but I am very biased because he he. Uh, it, it took me a, a couple minutes to realize it, and I think my my wife picked it up before I did. He was he was this, he we saw he was an actor he was an actor in the Get Down. Uh, if, if if any of you have watched that Netflix series, uh, based on uh, the the beginnings of hip hop, uh, he that he is the same actor and he, a very um ostentatious character in that show, and then he he was playing Morpheus very much like that, and yeah. I think, and the whole thing was very tongue in cheek. It was a, uh, it, it was very like self-referential because yeah. It <laughs> oh, was he in Watcher? I still haven't. Now that I have HBO Max back, I, I can finally go watch the Watchmen. I think I watched the first episode, and then never got back to it. <laughs> Raising the kid, and he he was also um Black Man. I didn't realize he was also Black Manta. I was like, oh shit. Uh, I, I I like that dude. Uh, uh, the 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 new rebellious captain. Uh, I, I thought she was funny. OG Morpheus was stuck in John Wick world. Yeah, I need I need to watch that. Um, yeah, um, it, it always it, it yeah I the the, the first episode I, I really liked it. I just uh I think when it came out was uh, very much the, the early days of raising tiger. <laughs> so it was just like oh I could not um. It, it was a challenge to watch it because I think I, I wanted Rosa to watch it, but she was—I don't think she was was in the the, the right spot to be watching it. <laughs> you know, taking care of a newborn baby. So I think I kind of just let it go off to the side and just didn't get in there. Yeah, I I, I would imagine if they were they taking a, a, a plot source like the original Watchmen and, and making a sequel to it. Like yeah, that that first episode was pretty nuts. From what I can recall, I think if I go back to watch it, I'd have to rewatch that first episode. But yeah, I overall I liked it. You know, James, James, James I, I stopped talking about spoilers, but I'm still talking about the movie in in general. But yeah, uh, overall I, I liked the cast. I, I I just had fun. It was Jonathan Groff's character was uh, <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it. I guess I, I'm again I'm. I'm very biased. It's the freaking king from, from the Broadway Hamilton. Yeah, I'll listen to whatever he has to say. His performance is—it's going to be over the top and crazy pants. So yeah, I, I like that. Um, yeah, overall, I, I really I, I enjoyed. It was I was entertained. And uh, to, to get back to my original point, I, I didn't have any preconceived notions. I had okay, cool. I saw the stuff in the trailer. I'm like, all right. I was like, I, I just want to know the whys. Okay, why is he back in the Matrix? I, I, I didn't have a, a, a theory. I, I mean, I'm, sometimes I, I come up with theories, but if I'm proven wrong, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That, that that's how they wrote it. Uh, I, I'm very trusting with, with in the writers. Am I right? You, you, you're taking us on a direction. All right, I'll, I will follow you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not here to doubt a writer. <laughs> I. Uh, I, I'm not gonna sit here and write my own narrative. I'm not a writer. I'm I'm a watcher. I'm a consumer of media. I, I do annoy my wife a, a lot. Or like we're watching something, and I I, I I'll try to predict things because I because a lot of times uh, writers do fall into tropes. <laughs> this was a low key prequel of a previous version of the Matrix. That would have been interesting. I think that would have been cool. Maybe I, I feel the way they ended the movie, we're gonna get we we, we may get more if the the if the however streaming metrics are measured. You know, eighty million people watched Cowboy Bebop, but Netflix was like, "Fuck that!" People didn't like it. We're not bringing it back. I guess the drop off was too much for them, and I'm sure it was very costly to make the show. Because that's what because my wife was asking me, like, how are they going to make money from it? It was in theaters, kind of limited. It, it, it clearly got its doors blown off by Spider-Man. I think a lot of people are just going to be watching it on streaming. So how do they, uh, like, how is it determining yeah, it? I can't even imagine how poorly it did in, in the theaters. If, if you know, people were still packing, if, if Spidey was clearing a billion I don't know how well it did, how well the Matrix did in the theaters. 
And, and if there's people like me who are like, yeah, I'm going to just, you know, I, I re-upped my HBO Max. I don't know how much of my, uh, it's not 15 a month. I, I, I got the discounted rate, 150 for the for the year, so maybe it's twelve bucks a month, maybe at twelve fifty, however you wanna, however you chop that up. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett, it just got an out. It comes out like this week. <laughs> like holy shit! <laughs> like the Book of Boba Fett. Holy what? It was. I knew it was coming holiday time, but I was like, I assumed it was just gonna be all oh, mid January later on. All of a sudden, I was like, oh hey, um, by the way, it's like this freaking Friday or this Thursday. Uh, that that was a big big shock. Twelve fifty. Thank you. Twelve fifty a month. Thank you for for doing the quick math that I couldn't do myself. <laughs> My brain doesn't work. Thank you, James. Um, but yeah, that that comes out. But uh, so I I don't know if you guys have heard this. So let me talk about this other movie that we watched on on on, on Christmas afternoon while Tiger was taking a nap. I saw a trailer for this uh, this Netflix movie that came out on Christmas Eve. It's called Don't Look Up. And uh, I watched the trailer. It's, uh, the 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 first thing that, that immediately drew me to it. It's the same uh, the writers who brought you the the Big Short and Vice, and uh, you may know them better for like you know uh, Anchorman and uh, Talladega Nights, and, you know Step Brothers, uh, Adam McKay, and in his crew of, of funny people. But the last few movies they've been spending like kind of doing less like super funny stuff and more you know point out what's what's wrong. <laughs> In the world, yeah, you're paying 82 a month for all streaming. It's still cheap. Yeah, exactly. People always come. My, my boss always complains. Oh man, all these streaming services is more expensive. I'm like, no, it's not. I had direct. Yeah, I had direct TV. <laughs> that was like a hundred and some fucking eighty a month because we had everything. I'm, like, I'm perfectly fine with my Netflix, my Disney Plus, and uh, my wife gets the Hulu through through Spotify and. And yeah, I forked over the, the me and the boss split the the HBO Max, but this movie, uh, don't look up. Uh, Adam McKay, funny guy, doing a lot more serious. You know, The Big Short and Vice, the last couple of movies. Uh, it started. It's starring fucking Leonardo to fucking Caprio, <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence, and yeah, like freaking. Uh, was it Mer- Meryl Streep and freaking Jonah Hill? Like a lot, and like in further down, you get a lot of the, the cast of characters that they use in a lot of these Adam McKay movies. But the, I guess the premise of the movie is uh, these these astronomers discover that um that a there's a giant freaking it, it's it's kind of the plot of Armageddon, but sort of happening in a more realistic world. <laughs> astronomers discover you know, we got like six months before a a, a freaking Seeing adults play as kids is so weird. In <laughs> uh, a, a, a comet size of fucking Rhode Island or something like, I don't know how many kilometers, <laughs> some giant fucking comet's coming, gonna hit Earth. They, they, they did the math, it's freaking, it's it's gonna hit for sure. And then they, they go warn, they, they go warn NASA, and NASA warns the, the, the government, and uh, chaos, but not the chaos you would expect. Uh, it's it's the starting point of Armageddon, but you, you don't you, you, we, we we don't get Armageddon. I don't want to go any further because uh, I don't want to. I for for those of you who haven't watched this because it literally just came out. Uh, but this one it's 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 really um it's really funny because it's. It really, it's a what's what's I, I described it on Twitter to our, our buddy of the show Lamar Harris. He watched it, and I said it's like a current gen idiocracy. That that's what this um, <laughs> that's what this movie is, and that's what it feels like. It's like what what if our our government in its current state were to react to a fucking not an idealistic one from like Armageddon. All right, we're gonna. Unite with the world, and we're gonna we're gonna send a rocket to go freaking blow this fucker up. We're gonna drill a hole. <laughs> no, it, this one was just like, okay, so how does this help us politically? <laughs> how does this hurt us politically? Is it for sure? Is it a hundred percent gonna hit us? Was it ninety eight point six? So we got it's not a hundred percent. So maybe we just sit and assess. I, 
I, I, I from from that point forward, I was like, oh, this is. I already know this movie's gonna be fucked up. <laughs> it, 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 it is. It's and I, I, I enjoyed it because it was fucked up. <laughs> it's just and uh, honest. I really loved freaking Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie. He was <laughs> just coming in. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. They're like, all right, it's whatever. <laughs> So what kind of damage were we talking about? Oh, it's a it's a extension level. <laughs> hey, James Gianna, like turning COVID political. Yes. Spoiler: They turn the comet coming political. <laughs> Hence the title. Don't look up. <laughs> and then there's another actor. This uh, is actor Mark Rylance. He he plays a um. Uh, the best way is right. It's like a mixture of like Zuckerberg and Elon Musk and freaking um, and, and Steve Jobs. He plays this amalgamation of the three. This like tech company CEO who 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 is like just <laughs> just he's connected to everything you have. He knows everything about you. <laughs> We've given up everything to, the, to these phones. Yeah, there's a whole lot of social commentary, which is funny because I think that this movie was written before the pandemic, as, as from from what I <laughs> in a sci-fi show, which they used redirected asteroids as weapons against Earth. <laughs> yeah, the, this this one it's it, it, it's a sci-fi satire, but it it it, hurt, it hits a little too close to home, for the most part. It, uh, yeah, it, it's it's un. Comfortable. <laughs> it is uncomfortably accurate as to how our current world would react to an extinction level event. <laughs> the, the, uh, I, I was I was doing the uh, I'm I'm, like, I'm gonna call it blah 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 is gonna happen right here. <laughs> and my wife turned to me and's like, "You really think so?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, I've I've seen." enough Adam McKay movies to know when you think everything is going to go right that means everything's going to go fucking wrong <laughs> shit's got to go super fucking bonkers Again, the other guys that, that's another Adam McKay movie if you guys that, that that's the one that where it's like the, the, that was the twist from like we're just going to make funny movies to like we got to make funny movies with a message and this one was was very very funny i i we 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 were laughing. We we woke up Tiger. That's how much we were laughing at this movie. At all the, the ridiculousness, freaking Tyler Perry and Kate Blanchett, or Kate Blanchett, playing a couple of freaking talking head media people. Jonah Hill is the freaking chief of staff for for a shitty president, freaking Glenn Glenn Close. But it's just. Yeah, a high high recommendation. If you want to uncomfortably laugh at how our world would react to an extension level event, I I recommend this movie. Because I, I know people, you know, y'all know about Spider Man, y'all know about the Matrix, but the, this one, I I, uh, I I just from the trailers, I knew I was gonna enjoy it, and I I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It was just <laughs> so damn good. <laughs> Man, I, I love me some idiocracy, and this is right in that fucking wheelhouse. <laughs> Nothing makes me feel better than something that shows me how stupid everyone is around us. <laughs> like, like they, it, it, it was like where my friend Lamar was disturbed, I was weirdly comforted. I'm like, oh, so I'm not the only one who notices that there's a majority of stupid and just willfully want to die <laughs> okay <laughs> there's other people who yeah at, yeah adam mckay and will ferrell broke up and uh, ironically the the reason they broke up uh, the, the, the that's a that's another show i want to watch on hbo <laughs> uh, adam mckay is developing a, a, a kind of a, a docu-series about the los angeles lakers in the 80s and then will ferrell really wanted to play um 
uh, Jerry Buss, the owner of the Lakers. But Adam McKay, he's like he preferred um, uh, John C. Riley over Will Ferrell, and I guess that that was the crux of their uh, of their breakup. He's like he was like Will Ferrell was hurt. I'm like, hey, no, I I wanted to be Jerry Buss. I'm from L.A. <laughs> like Will Ferrell grew up here. He that he grew up in that during the Showtime. But honestly, I think John C. Riley looks a lot more like Doctor Bus than than Will Ferrell does. That I think that would have been. Oh, hey, look, it's Will Ferrell. <laughs> At least with John C. Riley, it's like he 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 can bear a passing resemblance to uh, to Doctor Bus. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but it it, it it's pretty cool. I know that 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 Ned gave me full confidence in re-upping my. My HBO. I mean, we, we. I mean, again, we were already in. I mean, between the Matrix and uh, and uh, and just like that, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Righteous Gemstones came back. I'm like, okay, uh, right. I want to go back and rewatch all of Curb Your Enthusiasm. All right, and then I, I see this 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 Lakers thing. I'm like, okay, they they got my money. It, it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I I'm more than willing to pay for entertainment. Uh, as I say, I want to be entertained. I, I I I like to be entertained. It's a a little escape. The tiger, when tiger sleeps in the evening, and if both me and the wife are awake, we can we can turn on a streaming service and watch something for an hour or two. It's nice. I, I bought myself No Time to Die, but I don't know. That's gonna take three nights to watch that. <laughs> the three hour plus movie. <laughs> I think it's gonna take us three nights because <laughs> we got lucky there. Right? Like, oh, Matrix wasn't that long. <laughs> And it was, and it was a, a Saturday night without work the next day. It's like, all right, we can watch it, and then Tiger's just gonna wake us up at seven or eight tomorrow anyway on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I see. I, I'm I'm not sure if Will Ferrell could have done uh, could have done the Jerry Bus. I you, you go watch go watch the trailer for uh, whatever they called it, Winning Time. They I guess they they couldn't legally call it Showtime. It's, it's called I think it's called the Winning Time. And uh, yeah, John C. Riley. I, 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 I've seen Doctor Bus enough to know. I was like, oh, okay, no, he's he's pulling it off. He's not just hey, look, it's John C. Riley. I'm like, oh, look, okay. They 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 found you know some some good actors to to play all the different parts. <laughs> I, I felt so bad. I freaking know it's Jason Siegel's playing freaking the Paul Westhead, and then who the, was freaking playing Pat Riley? Goddamn freaking! I think it's it. It's Adrian Brody is playing Pat Riley, so that's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm ex- I'm excited for that show. But yeah, don't look up if you if you haven't watched it. Or at least go go watch the trailer. Go 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 see the trailer. Yeah, Leo is fucking ridiculous in this movie. He, it's it's the most human role I think he's ever played. He he's just he he's so uh, he's very very human. <laughs> Because normally, you know, these movie stars play like freaking. Uh, how do you, uh, how do how can you always put it like they're 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 beyond human? They're like oh, they're superhuman when when they play a lot of these roles. But he he's this you know <laughs> astrology professor from Michigan State University, and he, he I I felt it, it felt so genuine. All of his anxiety and all of his. <laughs> Nervousness. He's just a, a just a dude <laughs> who has this incredible burden of trying to tell the world, like, we need to do something. We're, we're gonna die. <laughs> and, and Jennifer Lawrence, J Law, was freaking. She she was really good. Yeah, the Revenant. <laughs> the Revenant. That that was just pure suffering. I I, <laughs> I remember watching that movie. He was he was just like he was just suffering that entire fucking movie. <laughs> He got an Oscar for getting beaten up and teabagged by a bear. <laughs> this one, yeah, in this in this film, it's just like he 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 really wasn't Leo. And like a, when when I when I watch a performance and I'm not thinking about, hey, look, it's that actor. Which that that was always a problem I had of Leo. I think the 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 one time. I, mean, I guess I, I want to say the first time where I watched a DiCaprio performance, I didn't feel like I was. Oh, I'm watching Leonardo DiCaprio was, was the the, the goddamn departed. <laughs> he he was so fucking broken and fucked up in that movie. I was just like, oh, all right. It's 
fucking whatever whatever is freaking something cast again. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, I, I didn't look at him and think, oh, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> which I think that that's like, it's, I think that that's would have been the with me if Will Ferrell had been like, oh, look, it's Will Ferrell. He's just gonna be silly Doctor Bus. <laughs> like, oh, look at me, I'm look, I'm Doctor Bus. Don't get me wrong, I, I think Will Ferrell was fucking hilarious. I, I just I got I got to watch Step Brothers on Netflix. That, that that kept coming up when we were pausing the movie. It was showing me, hey, you're watching Anne McKay. Do you want to watch Step Brothers? We just got that back on Netflix. <laughs> really, The Revenant was a shot-for-shot remake of a Chinese film. Huh. That's interesting. I, I, I am I am not shocked, but I am appalled. That, that's what Hollywood does. <laughs> oh oh the departed oh the depart oh no that's right. Yeah, internal affairs, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Inter oh yeah, that was totally freaking <laughs> like hey, copy my homework but don't <laughs> copy my homework but don't put the same but don't put the same words. That's right. Yeah, I remember. I remember finding that out later on. That that was a that was a shot for shot remake of, of a Chinese film. The Departed. But I, I like the performances. I did. I, I I I got over the fact that it was a, a stolen movie. I'm like, oh, all right, you know, <laughs> they're all being fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> and and there's a bunch of shitty ass boxing accents. Yeah, it's like an Alec Baldwin Patriot Act. Patriot Act. It's like a Mark Wahlberg for like 10 minutes of fucking screen time and got himself a fucking Oscar nomination. <laughs> fucking Southie ass fucking. <laughs> fucking Matt Damon. Just the accents, just like. I know it was supposed to be a drama, but in my mind, The Departed is a fucking comedy. <laughs> It's a comedy where everyone's a fucking dead. <laughs> in the Golden Globes, it should have been nominated in the comedy musical co- category. <laughs> That's how I felt about The Departed. I like it. <laughs> but it's a fucking comedy. <laughs> Just from the accents alone. <laughs> bunch of fucking Muppets. <laughs> That's what would have made it funnier. If it was just a bunch of fucking Muppets doing that fucking movie. <laughs> Imagine fucking Muppet Jack Nicholson. I'm gonna do cocaine with these strippers. <laughs> Just re- replace all the dudes with fucking Muppets. <laughs> that, that that is my dream. Just replace all the all the dudes in the departed with with fucking Muppets of them. Give that man his money. <laughs> Give that man his money. <laughs> Fucking Southies. <laughs> Matt Damon for that. Everything's gotta be so fucking Boston. <laughs> oh man, I went almost an hour. I really intended to just come on here and talk for like 30 minutes. Like, give each movie 10 minutes and then dip before it hits 11 p.m. But here I am, about to hit 11 p.m. 48 fucking minutes. Yeah, normally year in review. Maybe I'll do a year in review next week. We'll, we'll fucking see. We'll fucking see. <laughs> I'm gonna start talking like fucking Bill fucking Buh. <laughs> Nothing delights me more than a fucking shitty Boston accent. That's what I do all the fucking time. <laughs> I'm not fucking Irish, but I like fucking pretending. <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Can't ever, uh, internal affairs. <laughs> I uh, honestly, when, when when I found that out, however many years ago, <laughs> a Chinese remake of the party with Boston accents. <laughs> I mean, that's like some like super Inception thing right there. <laughs> Inception, Mirror Universe, <laughs> Chinese remake of the Departed, but it's set in in whatever the equivalent of of, of Chinese Boston. <laughs> That would be funny as well. Uh, as usual, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. 
Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Warren. Thank you, James. Uh, did I miss anybody? I feel like was, was, was the, the four of you watching here live and commenting? I think I got everybody. Daniel, Ryan, Warren, James. Thank you guys for 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 being up this late with me. <laughs> and uh, as always, the, the live audience, you guys, you guys are the real MVPs. I have to, I always have to say that. I feel like I need to see that, say that every week, when you guys come through and comment and give me funny funny stuff to react to. You guys make the show better. And that, and that that's that's important here, especially for this show. If, as always, if I was, if it was just by myself, this wouldn't be nearly as interesting. Um, uh, follow me social media at DreGP Podcast. My Twitter is still ridiculous. Uh, my Instagram has been slow, and uh, I, I've been uh, I guess apparently very spicy on Facebook at DreGP Podcast. Um, uh, YouTube. Uh, Yes, hopefully my resumes. It, okay, you get the everybody's getting the four year anniversary badge. Uh, everyone, I hope everyone picks up their five year anniversary badges in about three four weeks. <laughs> about three four weeks, all those four all those fours are gonna should should become fives for most of you, I think. <laughs> or at some point in twenty twenty two, y'all should be getting five year anniversary badges. I think, however, the badge thing works here on on Facebook Live. Uh, YouTube uh, videos should be resuming on a more regular basis. Uh, work was insane today, but should be calming down, so I should be able to sneak in a few more streams at work on a more regular basis. Uh, uh, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast on YouTube. Uh, my shops are all still open. Well, my Depop shop is probably closed because I haven't checked it in a couple weeks. But uh, the, our Etsy is always open. Etsy.com, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And of course, uh, on eBay, I didn't sell a single fucking game the entire holiday season. <laughs> oh, my personal e-commerce was terrible. The, the work e-commerce was good. We, we, we did good. Today, we were apparently people spent their fucking Christmas money today. We we're fucking busy today. My poor wife is going to be very busy with fucking returns for the next month as people didn't get their games or didn't get their games in time or got the wrong games or they didn't like the condition of their game or some other crazy reason. Uh, so her, her, uh, I would say go to her Etsy, but her Etsy store is currently on vacation mode right now <laughs> as she's going to be super busy for the next few weeks between taking care of Tiger and taking care of bullshit at work. Uh, and, uh, and lastly, if you want to be awesome like Ryan and Daniel and join our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. Uh, awesome patrons like Ryan and Daniel help pay for some of the, uh, uh, the logistical things that need to be paid for to maintain this show all over the internet. Thank you guys, as always. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next week with another episode as we come closer and closer to the five-year. I think we're two weeks away from the five-year anniversary of the show. I've been doing this for five fucking years. Holy fucking shit. Earning that explicit lyrics badge every fucking week on fucking iTunes. <laughs> Have a good night. I feel like I would disappoint my wife if I didn't do this.